Hello and welcome to this episode of Radio Free HPC. This is the show where we talk about supercomputing, high-performance computing, and other tech topics. I'm Dan Olds, joined as always by our co-hosts, Henry Newman from Seagate Government Solutions, Shaheen Khan from Orion X, and Jesse Lanham, our millennial standout co-host. Now let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Radio Free HPC. This is where we pay tribute to our fallen comrade, Rich Bruckner, one of the founders of Radio Free. And we're going to talk about our experiences with him and also the just outpouring of feelings and emotion and memories that have come from the HPC community. So with me, as always, we have Shaheen Khan. How you doing, Shaheen? All right, Dano. And we have Jesse down in California. How are you, Jesse? I'm okay. How are you doing, Dan? I'm okay. Tough time, though. Right. Yeah. And we have live from his bunker in Las Cruces, New Mexico, Henry Newman. Hi, Henry. I'm, I'm good, Dan, but please remember it's Messia, not Las Cruces. Yeah, it's close enough to Las Cruces to be Las Cruces from looking at it from Beaverton, Oregon. Okay. At least for now. Let me have that, Henry. Okay. Okay. So... Unexpected and untimely passing of Rich. No one saw this coming, right? No, very unexpected. He seemed to be in good mood, in good health. A lot of us have been in touch with him as recently as like a few days ago. So definitely a shock. Yes, yes. I know that I was extremely shocked. But we soldier on. And one of the things that I guess maybe we want to do is just go around and talk a little bit about Rich. Do you want to kick it off, Shaheen? Yeah, sure. I mean, we all kind of grieve in our own way. And uh, for me, and I think for many of us, it's sort of hitting in waves. I kind of remember when he joined Cray and Sun when we worked together, when he was buying inside HPC to get it going. I remember back then thinking, if any guy is going to do this, he will, because he was just extraordinarily broad and deep and highly talented and across a lot of different disciplines and just a really special guy. Obviously his signature laughter, uh, his wit, his friendship, his depth, it's just a big loss. It really is. Uh, Henry, you got anything? Well, Rich, Rich was really important to our community because in high performance computing, there was nobody really promoting everything from the science results and the engineering results to the system and technology changes. And I just haven't seen anybody do it as well as Rich. I've, you know, I've only known him for about 15 years. I know she's known a lot longer than that. It's, it's a huge loss in terms of our industry and how the scientists are going to communicate to the rest of us. That's really well put. Jesse, I think you had an experience with Rich, although you're the newest addition to Radio Free. Yeah. So for a lot of people who have been in HPC, they knew who Rich was. His presence wasn't new, but more of this institution that we've seen a lot of people talk about recently. And for me to meet him, for him to know my name, it was this massive kick in of my HPC world because there's a lot of HPC and HPC community that's never explained. It's just sort of expected that you know. So if someone references Jensen, it's not their random coworker. It's actually Jensen Wang. So if you're new, you don't know that. So when I first got into this as a very lost student attempting to learn these ins and outs, I relied quite heavily on Rich's publications. So through Rich, I had articles, I had videos, I had that literal insider look at the field that I was trying very desperately to understand. 
And through Rich, Rich's site, and then later Rich in person, he helped smash that I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm somehow a fraud feeling that I had. It was a very new student to HPC. And I mentioned on Twitter that Rich and I had a series of conversations at SC19, and he expressed to me that I didn't have to know everything. I didn't have to have a lot of experiences, that I was in the process of getting that. And this kind-heartedness, this selflessness to sit down with me multiple times and to talk through my hesitancy, to offer me assurance, and to explain a lot of those weird bits of the inside world of HBC was incredibly important to me. And I'm part of Radio Free talking to you now because of Rich. I mean, he helped start the show, as we mentioned. His publications were what I needed to get into this world. And him saying, you know, hey, I think you can take this position. I think you can do it well is what pushed me to say yes to even being here. Um, so I owe him quite a lot um, for his support, his kindness and his ability to step out and, and help the little guy. Yes, he was great very about so. that. Very much so. I got a story like that along those lines. Oh, uh, yeah. This is this is from Linda Fellingham, who ran the graphics activity over at Sun. And she was relaying a story on my Facebook that Rich was so vibrant, funny and present. He'll be very much missed. He made every trade show I attended with him so much more enjoyable. He encouraged us to try such crazy things like remote visualization from TAC, even when it was really not likely that it would work. If we thought it might work, Rich was up for it. So he was always in favor of trying new things and pushing forward. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. I've known Rich, man, getting close to 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty pissed off at him for not making that 20-year hurdle. With me. I know. <laughs> I'm upset at that. Rich, there's going to be some payback at some point. Just to let Absolutely. You know. But man, I mean, I knew him from when he was at Sun. We did some some business there, and we just seem to get closer and closer over the years. We have been video and audio technology buddies because we both do conferences and things like that. And seeing him at every conference, and finding out where Rich was going to be holding court that night. That's right. <laughs> yeah. In Frankfurt, it was always the Marriott, always on the patio. But in other cities, you had to figure out where it was. That's right. And That's right. everybody would show up and spend a lot of time there. I really enjoyed his sense of humor. And he and I crafted a lot of plans, some good, some not so good. Well, you guys did a lot of events together. We did. From South Africa to Switzerland to China to whatnot. Yes. We were all over the world together and hanging out a lot, and it was a great honor. And actually, one of the, let me read something that came in from uh, Alan Sill at Texas Tech University. Uh, my deepest condolences on the news of pa the passing of Rich Bruckner. Rich was always curious, always friendly, and had an unerring sense of what the community would like to know. His loss is a loss for all of us. Thanks for the stories he brought to us and the time he spent giving voice to the work of so many. And that is great. Nice. nice. Very nice. nice. I got a story of his red hat from Philip Papadopoulos down in San Diego. Oh, really? It says, I remember when he got that hat. He oh, was really? working at Sun Microsystems, and Red Hat was giving them away at supercomputing. It suited him very well. He probably replaced it with something more robust. Rich was always <laughs> upbeat and fun to be around too early to lose him. So true. And Rich had a rack of those hats in his closet. I oh, know. did he really? <laughs> he did. Yes. Oh, I love that. Well, he found the right supplier and then bought a whole bunch of them. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Which is exactly the way to go because those hats don't last forever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
no, uh, no. Well, as Plus, as, as often as he, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. The, well, the thing is, the guy had a good head of hair. He did. That's true. He wasn't I mean, hiding if, it. If anybody should be wearing a hat, it should be me. But Rich, has, Rich had no need to do it other than branding purposes. That's right. That's right. I mean, it was a solid brand because I remember when you said, like, hey, I'm going to go introduce you to Rich Brecker. Like, do you know who that is? And my brain just sort of crashed. And I went, yeah, it's the guy with the hat. Like, as if that narrowed it down. <laughs> but in HPC, it really did. The guy it with did. the red hat. Yeah. It did. And then some vendor, and I don't know who, I don't think was Red Hat, but had the temerity to pass out red fedoras one year (laughs) and you want to talk about upset i almost went and torched them all because i said hey that's a brand you are treading on a brand what the hell is wrong with you wasn't there a conference when everybody wore one that's what i'm talking about (laughs) yes some vendor did that and if i remembered who it was i would assail them right now but (laughs) thankful for them i don't yeah you know, another remembrance I have is someone writing in that, like many of his friends in the HPC community, other than email and Twitter, I would always see Rich at the supercomputing conference and the ISC conference. And he never slept at supercomputing. No. Never. No. no. But he, he was always there at 7 a.m. Yeah. Yes. Ready to go. Yeah. Yes. And then he continues, mind you, our meetings were rarely scheduled. It always went something like this. The conference agenda was done for the day. I usually had a business dinner to attend, followed by making stops at various pubs to say my hellos. Inevitably, I'd find Rich holding court somewhere with a familiar set of faces. Then my night would slow down and we'd get into topics across the spectrum while friends from all over the world would stop in, head out, stop in, head out. So many, how long has it been? And what's the latest gossip? And man, we need to do this more often. We're interlaced with fiery debates on specific tech trends and fits of uncontrollable laughter for who knows what. It was like clockwork. <laughs> Professionally, Rich was the absolute best. I've had the, the privilege of interacting with him across four different companies, Dell, HPE, SUSE, and Cray. Technically top-notch, transparent as class, and a true friend exemplifying the HPC community uh, he represents so often. And finishing up, although I can't be sure, I think I'm the only video interview in recent memory where Rich interviewed me without his iconic red Uh. hat. (laughs) And he didn't Photoshop that back in. (laughs) No, no, and he should have. But that's from Joseph George, who is executive director for uh, Strategic Alliances at HPE. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's fantastic. I, I have one from uh, the one and only Thomas Sterling. Really? That uh, anything I could say would be inadequate. He was iconic within the HPC community with his red hat. I had the opportunity and pleasure to interact with him on countless occasions. Our field will be less without him. Well put. Very nice. Very well done. I've got another one, too, that uh, I've got memory, many, inter- many memories of Rich, but here's one of my favorites. During GTC, perhaps 2015 or so, I had a long day of meetings and interviews. One of them was late in the evening, so we just met for cocktails. Rich was installed at the bar called Tank, no longer yeah. there, unfortunately. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, and joined us. We stayed late, all of us, and collected quite a crew in the process. What started as just a couple of us ended up 
gathering a group of 20 or more. He was the life of the party. He gathered those people and made it a great time for all. He could talk tech, he could talk smack and nonsense, all that was entertaining. Even all these years later, we still remember that night at Tank where we had an impromptu party. That's what Rich was about, bringing out the best in people, poking them until their sense of humor came out and making sure everyone knew one another and had a blast. And that's so true. She goes on. This is from uh, Nicole Hemsoth from The Next Platform. And here's one more thing. It wasn't easy being a female technical reporter back in the day. Maybe it isn't now for that matter. But one thing is true. He made sure I was treated with respect. He introduced me to people. He was a friend. Even if I was part of the competition, he used to call us the Lannisters of HPC. And as long as I was Ira and not Cersei, so be it. That's a good Game of Thrones reference. Henry, you'll understand that in 10 years when you finally see it. (laughs) (laughs) But that was from Nicole. And that's very, very good. Did you do great on that? He's always good, yes. Go ahead, Dan. I'm actually glad you explained that one to me because I had no idea. It will make a huge amount of sense when you finally see it. Okay. Uh, I, doubt, I doubt that'll happen, though. It will. I'm gonna, when Henry retires, <laughs> I'm going to give him a whole list of things Binge he needs watch to list. see. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, that reminds me of, I think I was at that, that tank party, and that was outstanding. I still uh-huh. remember it, too. We talk about it. Actually, that was the party where I did a fake fight, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I think it was that GTC or the GTC afterwards where Rich and I uh, went out in a Tesla. Oh, yeah. For a test oh, drive. Oh, I remember that. I With remember Rich that. in the back seat filming it, me in the driver's seat, and a guy who started out not nervous from Tesla, but who ended up in different <laughs> shape at the end. I don't know if, With you. With your lead foot? If anybody has been to San Jose, my route was from the San Jose Convention Center onto 880 for a couple of miles and then back to the San Jose Convention Center. And uh, Rich was in the back seat. He didn't build himself in because he was filming it. And I think that that video has got to be up online somewhere. I'll try and find the link. But I do remember... Yeah, we got to get that snippet there. Yes. I remember taking it pretty easy for the first, you know quarter of a mile to the freeway exit entrance until I kind of figured it out. And then I put it all the way to the floor and left it there on the entrance. And I hit, I think I hit a hundred just on the freeway ramp because that thing's got a power curve, like a router straight line. Just, yeah. Just on and off. I think Rich was yelling at that point because he was swaying back and forth. Is he yelling or screaming? Eh, kind of a girlish scream, if I remember right. <laughs> Just, yeah, I got to be honest. And the, the Tesla guy was leaving fingernail marks in the dash and kind of making noises about slowing down and stuff. But uh, well, it was a great time. We had a fantastic time. I remember that episode. I remember that episode. And I also remember, uh, or I thought at the time, the reason you did that was so you could buy the car cheapsy tour. Scratch <laughs> <laughs> it was it was broken in after we uh, after we finished with it. I think Dano ran the spreadsheet on what it takes to acquire a set car. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty big number back then. Yeah, and you just bought a new one like two months earlier. I did, and I wanted to see if it if it compared performance wise, and it did better performance wise mm-hmm. because I took that same uh, route going back home. 
and I could not quite hit 100 on the entrance ramp. I got a story here from Phil Pincus, oh, uh, yeah. who has designed more than one supercomputer in his day, and his were always on time, to spec, just one of a kind guy himself. Now, he lives in Portland, and he lived in the same kind of a neighborhood. So he says he leaves aching hearts and a hole in the community. A great advocate and reporter and an all-around fun guy. I'll miss seeing him on walks in the neighborhood. And I think that goes for a lot of people in that neighborhood because he was an icon locally as well. One of the things that, that um, not a lot of people know is that in his off time, which was seemed like it was basically never, he filmed uh, some charitable documentaries, including one about his dog. Yes, yes. Beautifully done, too. Yes, very beautifully done. And he also wrote fiction. Which, if you go to the About page on InsideHPC.com, you'll see links to all that stuff. Is FlexRex in there? Not positive if it is. That was a cartoon he did when he was at Sun, when Sun went to the flexible office thing, right? That's right. That's right. So he had a cartoon, and he was just talking about the travails of remote work, which is pretty hot now, but back then it was a novel thing. And then when he left Sun... Uh, his company was FlexRex Communications for a little bit before he bought Inside HPC. <laughs> and he had another column called Herdon PDX that he did for one of the local publications. Ah, okay. Just really very broad guy. I mean, it just and he wrote forewords for the books that uh, our colleague Steve Perrino has written on astrophysics. Um, I remember I wrote an article on mentorship after I had left Sun, and I was just on the phone with him, and one thing led to another, and we were talking about archetypes and Jungian you know, psychology and philosophy, and uh, pretty deep guy, like I said, yeah. Oh, yeah, and creative as the day is long. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I have a, um, another remembrance from Steve Conway from Hyperion. Yes, of course, yes. And it says, uh, Rich has been a friend since we both worked at Cray Research and then SGI. If people got too full of themselves, he knew how to pop those balloons with humor and without offending. And that's absolutely true. <laughs> it's true. It's an amazing skill. It is. The corporate world always seemed a little too restrictive uh, to his buoyant spirit. So it was great to see how he thrived and grew on his own with Inside HPC. I was always amazed at how much he got done in a day and his business acumen. For Hyperion Research, he did a great job of videotaping our HPC user forum meetings and was in the midst of a different project when he died. Thanks to the reputation Rich created, we'll continue to rely on Inside HPC for these things and probably some others. Rest in peace, Rich. Nice. And that's, nice. that's something we want to talk about, is that Inside HPC is going to continue operating. Oh, of course. Yeah, they have so a it's staff. quite a powerhouse. Yeah, they've got a staff of people there. There will probably be a new managing editor named soon, sooner rather than later, and they're just going to go from strength to strength. I got one from Brent Gorda, one of our friends oh, yeah. and big friend of uh, a big loss for the community. Rich was one of us and well-respected, a hardworking, intelligent man who did things for the right reasons. Yeah, Brent is fantastic. You know what they did after a couple of the ISC conferences? The motorcycles? The motorcycle trips. Those are epic. Those were epic that they would go. You he know, asked me if I wanted to go miles. and I thanked him for the compliment. <laughs> Wait, expl explain this. Well, they, they would, uh, after ISC, which is in Frankfurt, Germany, they would get motorcycles, rent motorcycles, and take epic trips throughout Europe. 
I think ending up in oh, Prague awesome. once. Isn't that cool? Oh, I love that. Like three or four of them. Oh. Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Now, Shaheen, didn't Rich have a motorcycle designed when he was at Sun Microsystems? The I Java, know there was one. Java uh, motorcycle. I think it was a really high-end motorcycle that they featured in the booth. Yeah. And they would take photos of folks uh, riding it and all that. But I don't know if it was – it was pretty souped up, let's say. It was custom because yeah. they had a lot of custom What's metal the word? Work uh, homologated? Stuff. Is that the word? No. That's not the word? I don't think that's a word at all. Oh, that's what they do to cars. Homologate? Something like that. Huh. Okay, that's new for me. But, I don't uh, even know if I'm pronouncing it right. This is uh, – yeah. Yeah, homologated. Okay. Approve a car, boat, or engine for sale in a particular market or use in a particular class of racing. Wow. Okay. There then. you go. Wow. I knew a word. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I also, have enough. Uh, I remember at ISC, Rich and I were talking with a group of people there and came up with the idea of, well, actually the question, why has nobody used sock puppets? to portray big personalities in HBC. And we pondered that at length for hours. Why has nobody used that medium to do it? And then for the next SC, we actually put on a little puppet show with uh, sock puppets, and it went over very well. It was a great event. Really? It was, yes. Never to be repeated, though, right? <laughs> Not now. I wonder if I still have his sock puppet. If I do, I'll put a picture up. But his might have been tested to destruction during that event. Interesting. Yeah. I have, I have one more from Mike Stevens, also mm. a great friend. Uh, terrible news. I've been gutted since I heard about this. The world is just a little bit more sad with his passing. But those lucky few who knew this icon of good humor and catalyst of deep thoughts are blessed for having known him. Well That's fantastic. Very well said. And, you know, as we kind of uh, wind up here, one of the things I want to say is that we have the back catalog of all six years that Rich was on Radio Free HPC. And I'm going to write a blog that uh, goes through some of at least, you know, a handful of episodes that you really ought to listen to again. Well, assuming you listen to them once, <laughs> which is a pretty big assumption. Big ask. Big ask. But uh, some episodes that really showed Rich's personality and particularly that laugh, uh, primarily our holiday episodes where when it was just Rich and, and I and Henry, we were trying to figure out what to give each other for, uh, for Christmas. Yes. And those were particularly hilarious episodes. We want to thank all of you for listening to this special tribute episode of Radio Free HPC. I want to, of course, thank uh, um, Shaheen and Jesse and Henry. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. Well done. And if you have, and if you have any special remembrances of Rich, we'd be happy to hear them. You can email us at podcast at radiofreehpc.com or hit us up on Twitter at Radio Free HPC. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being here all these years. And Rich, wherever you are, thank you very much, too. Huge thanks goes out to you. So everybody out there, stay safe. And we'll be at, back at you with another episode soon. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Radio Free HPC. And as a quick note, the views and opinions of Henry Newman are his and do not reflect any policy or position of Seagate Government Solutions or Seagate Technology. Thank you for listening.